And all formats will go out of the window. I wish everyone in this church was in this meeting at the beginning. Because we have prayed in tongues now for almost 40 minutes. Now, I want to teach you on word of faith, which I will. I will teach two sessions in this meeting tonight. So, sit tight. Alright? Five days is so much short for me. I did a crusade in Nigeria. That crusade started by my Sunday service to come and preach for 30 minutes, which is the normal procedure of the church. I did preach on that day for three hours. Nobody moved. But when I was preaching the first one hour, the Lord said, I'm speaking to my children. When I finished that first hour, the Lord said, I want to speak to the devils among you. You know, when a prophet, a minister is at, invited to come and preach in a Pentecostal church, and the minister is saying, God said, I, should, I want to talk to the devils among you. You know, it is, possible, it is easy for the pastors to be professionally arrogant that we don't have devils here. But sometimes devils also mingle with God's children. When I started speaking, by the time I spoke for one hour, people were screaming among the congregation who are witches. Committed members... Prophets who are prophesying, a prophet among them has been prophesying for, for 20 years, they said. He was the head of witches they did not know. And the word of God fetched them out. For the Bible says, your word is like fire. And it's like hammer. I will get the noun. Now, they declared crusade on Sunday. Not knowing how long the crusade would be. And I had meeting in that building for 90 days. Let me help you know something. In the days of crusades, those who don't come are not even felt. They are, not, they are not missed. Because when I started preaching in that church, the, some who are the regular uh, lousy people, you know, <laughs> who take God for granted, they didn't come the first day. Secondly, thirdly, the news spread. By the time those people came, there was no room in the auditorium for them to, to enter. Elders who came late and pastors, they were not able to enter. They have to be making way for the pastor. Alright? And I preached there for 90 days. And God did incredible miracles there. That is the season of the Holy Spirit. You know, we have program. Until Holy Spirit will offset the program. But let me say something to you. Any one of you feel that you serve God in your comfortable zone. Your days are over for that. The days has come that you will serve God in God's own way. Not in your comfortable zone. Paul was one day preaching. And he passed through a region. And he started preaching to them. And his message, because he was moving on. His message went on till midnight. And um, by the midnight, a boy fell from the lattice and broke his neck to the ground. That's from the first floor. And Paul went to the ground. The boy broke his neck. So, which means he, had been, he must have been certified dead. Paul went down and laid the boy and the neck, he stretching it. The bones are broken. Somebody's neck bone broke, he's gone. Because if your body is disjointed from your brain... I'm sure that medically, that person will pronounce brain dead. Paul lay on the man. And life came back. All bones that were broken were restored. He brought the boy up, sat him in his front, and preached till morning. Nobody moved. They went to their office the second day. But refreshed. God is restoring the time, as in the Bible, that people don't dictate to God when to stand before God. And God dictates where you come before Him. And which you go back into the world and make tangible difference. Not accepting the terms of Satan anymore in your offices. Not because you are arguing, but because of manifestation and the presence of God that you carry. Those who have devils in your office, they will run. Are we together now? Nobody can sack you for carrying the glory of God. You didn't speak to anybody. And if they are manifesting and demons are coming out of them, and you are the only one who is normal, 
I'm sure that they will only have to ask you that why is it that we are different from you? And that can open up an opportunity to talk about Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now, the present age church, you must know this. You are a sojourner in this place. You are a sojourner in this place. In a short time, the one who owns the heavens and the earth will come to redeem his world. And the reason why we are here on earth today is not because of what we eat or drink. It is because he allowed us after salvation to stay that we may redeem others into the kingdom before the end will come. And we cannot do it without the power of the Holy Spirit. I am fed up of churching. I want manifestations. And I believe that's what you want. Alright? I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. Nothing happened in your office to show you are a Christian. I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. Nothing happened to your colleagues to distinct that you are a Christian. Those are gone days. Come on, come on, I can hear you. Remember I've told you, anyone among you in the church, globally I'm talking about, not just here, who does not have expectation, you will be bypassed. You know, Jesus spoke about parable. I invited some people for dinner, they didn't come. He went out to the streets. Your case will not be like that. So let nobody feel important before God. And let everybody recognize the fact that the reason why we come to church is because we are are waiting for the day that he will interrupt and visit us. And that brings an end to all expectation. So that you and I can be in the front line of his power when he is moving upon the face of the earth. Amen? Amen? Because of how Holy Spirit started this meeting, therefore, we have been praying in tongues instead of singing worship. We came in after singing our normal hymn and we began to pray in tongues. Which was not planned or expected. Now that compelled me to help us understand, to teach you about tongue. It compels me to teach you about tongue. And I will do that for the next 25 minutes. Then I will stop this. I will allow you video section to, you know, whatever you would do. And I will start the second lecture on faith, declaration of faith. What about tongue? Look at the book of Acts, chapter 2. So, the topic, for those of you who are in the section there, the video section, you can write this topic, Why Tongue? It is, the, the main topic is Holy, Holy Spirit. Okay? Subtitle, Why Speaking in Tongues? I think that is more clear. Holy Spirit, Why Speaking in Tongues? You put hyphen there for your title. There are many Christians who believe that when they get when they get saved, they don't need to speak in tongues. Okay, I have told you on Sunday and showing you the scriptures why you should speak in tongues, but the why that I'm explaining here now, rather than you know, um, you know the why uh, <laughs> explaining to you. You know, um, the why as into, you know, speaking in tongues. I want to talk about why the tongues in operation. Why should a Christian speak in tongues? The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 1, when the day of Pentecost was, the Pentecost came or had fully come in the other section, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. And if you look at the King James Version, it says, And there appeared unto them close tongues like of fire, and it sat upon each one of them. Verse 4, All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues. 
as the Spirit enabled them. Now, this scripture tells us, all right, that Acts chapter 1, verse 8, when Jesus says, You will receive power when the Holy Ghost have come upon you, which preceded this scripture, tells us that when the day came that Acts 1 8 will be fulfilled, and Joel also 28 will be fulfilled. Something like a tongue of fire came from heaven and separated upon all these people. But this is what I want to get there. All of them were filled. Not one Christian. Not some. Not the apostles. They were 120. And you know in the book of Luke chapter 9, uh, chapter, um, Luke chapter 6, you heard about, uh, chapter 9, you heard about the, tw- the 12 sent out. On Luke chapter 10, you heard about the 72 sent out. But here we heard about 120. The 72 were not apostles. They were members of the church. And then the, the in 120 members. Among them was the mother of Jesus Christ. And his brothers were there. Especially James too. They were 120. Alright. But you see, the Bible says that all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began to speak in new tongues. Alright. This is not talking about salvation. When you are saved, you have received the Holy Spirit inside you. Because the Bible tells us that it's the Holy Spirit that convicts man about sin, righteousness, and judgment. You read that last week in your bulletin. And I'm reading, writing more on that next week, this coming week. Now, when a person is born again, that is if you accept, if you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you ask him to come into your heart, you have received the Holy Spirit inside you. Because it's the Holy Spirit that baptizes you into Jesus Christ. That's first sacrament, first baptism. There are three baptisms. Baptism of the, that is, the, the first baptism is Holy Spirit baptizing man into Christ, which is salvation. Second baptism is the pastor baptizing you by immersion. And the third baptism is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus baptizing you with the Holy Spirit. First of all, Holy Spirit baptizes you into Christ, salvation. And then minister affirm that by dipping you in the water. Submerge you under the water. Not carry water and pour upon your head. It has no meaning. Baptism is a man submerged under the water. And the book of Romans explains that to us. However, the third baptism is the Holy Jesus Christ himself now baptizing you with the Holy Spirit. And this is done only by evidence of tongues. Our salvation is by evidence of change of mind or heart. Also, water baptism is the evidence of submerging under the water. So also, baptism of the Holy Spirit or in the Holy Spirit is evident by speaking in tongues. So no one can say that I've been baptized in the Holy Ghost that I did not speak in tongues. That does not happen. More evidence about that. The book of Acts chapter 19 verse 1. It says, While Apollos was at Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived in Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. So Paul asked then, what baptism did you receive? John's baptism, they replied. That is baptism by immersion. Paul said, John's baptism was uh, a baptism of redemption, of repentance. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him, that is in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized into the name of Jesus, our Lord Jesus. When Paul placed his hand on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they what? Come on now, say it loud. Say it loud. And so you understand that there are two streams. They spoke in tongues as evidence of being baptized, and they prophesied as evidence of being filled. When people are filled with the Holy Spirit, they prophesy. That is, they will speak in human language. But spoke in tongues, why did the Bible separate spoke in tongues and prophesy? It's because the two are different. You cannot prophesy in tongues. You prophesy in the audible language of people. But you speak in a different tongue, like you have been praying now for the past 30 minutes over, in tongues that no man understands. And I will tell you how and why and what is the effect of that. So in this case, these people said they have never heard. 
This suggests to us that if not, somebody has not heard about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it is, you know, almost negligible for him to be able to, be, to, be, to speak in tongues. If you haven't heard of it, you can't ask of it and you can't get it. Because if you speak in tongues and nobody knows you haven't heard about it in that region, they will think somebody is mad. So it means that to speak in tongues begins from you being told, and then you believing, and then you expecting it. How together now? Okay, look at the book of Acts 10.44. While Peter was still speaking with uh, these words, the Holy Spirit came. This is the house of Cornelius. The story of Cornelius is very straightforward. Let me read from verse 1 and let me help you. For those of you who are not um, conversant with the scriptures. Cornelius, it says, At Caesarea there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion, in what was known as the Italian regiment. He, uh, uh, he and all his family were devout and God-fearing. Look at this man's resume. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. One day at about three in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius, who said, Cornelius, Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? He asked. The angel answered, your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Now sent to Joppa to bring back a man named Simon, who is called Peter. He is staying with, this, with, with Simon the Tanner, whose house is by the sea. When the angel spoke to him, and, and, and uh, when the angel who spoke to him had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants and devout soldiers, who was one of the, his attendants. He told them everything. Uh, he told them everything that had happened and sent them to Joppa. All right. Now, if you go further, after they went to Joppa, read the rest of it when he gets home. The Bible says in the book of, in, the, in verse 23, Then Peter invited the men to come in. The next day Peter started out with them, and some of the brothers from Joppa went along. The following day they arrived at Caesarea. Really, those of us who went to Israel this, this time, we went to that Caesarea, and they showed us the area where the house of Cornelius was really expected to be on this trip. And he had called together the relatives and friends, Peter entered the house of Cornelius, met him and fell at his. Cornelius met him and fell at his at his feet in reverence. But Peter made him get up, stand up. He said, "I am only a man myself." Talking with him, Peter went inside and found a large gathering of people. This man is a really devoted man. He had gathered many people to come and hear the gospel. And then he preached the gospel to them. I will preach the gospel to them. <laughs> this is interesting. As he was preaching the gospel to them, verse 44. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who had the message. You know why the Holy Spirit came upon them? They, this man saw an angel. He never seen angel before. And angels, they don't think it should appear to ordinary person, but to priests. But this is one of the scriptures that help you know that there are people who are not Christians, but they are God-seekers. What will happen to them? God will send an angel or man to bring them to salvation. Because if you die, you are a godly person. If you die without salvation, you still go to hell. Okay? Because your goodness is filled with rag before God. Those of you who read the, 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 the scripture for today, you will have read about it. In the book of Hebrew, which is our study for today, isn't it? What chapter? And then what was 7 and 8 talking about? Melchizedek and the ordination of Christ. And then it talks about the temple, the old temple, holy of holies, holy place. What is there? Why they are there? And then he ended up by helping you to know about Christ, the new covenant. I'm going to teach you deep about this. Really, I told my son after we finished reading it that uh, for, for in, in the new year, from January to March, I will teach you only about Jesus. 
Lo, I will compare OCFT Global. Nobody teach about anything about, about except you, because we are going to be 30 years. So that we would explore into Jesus Christ. So, now, this, this man's story helps us know that if anybody seeks God and is a good man, God will send an angel. Now, how would he send an angel and the angel disappeared, brother? That's the reason why when Paul entered, he was very afraid that how, the man that angel told me, ah. So, but he had gathered many people, told them the vision he saw. So everybody who came there had expectation. And that's what I told you. You don't get nothing from God without expectation. Expectation does not burn out until it's realized. All the ones that you pray for three days and you stop praying for what you are. Because you are not expecting it, that's why you stop. That's why you stop. I told you, heaven is just nearer to you than going to the, to the marketplace there. One step in here, you are in heaven. In the spiritual. What the devil is fighting with the church is this. There are many gifts God gave us as human beings. The devil will turn our hearts to use it for something useless. I mean, things that will perish. Whereas God gave them to us to turn it towards the things that will last forever. To heal first and seek his face. Expect first. When we are praying in tongues, somebody may come in there and begin to wonder what are they doing. You know, anybody who came in when we are praying in tongues should be oh, with the awe of God. Because God is here. Anybody who has the knowledge. Such heart cannot but receive from God. Instantly. Instantly. This is why the guy was baptized in the Holy Ghost. But if you look at it, he spoke in tongues. All of them, not some, understand Acts 2 said all. This one also said all. So God wants all Christians to what? Speak in tongues. After salvation, that's the next thing you must seek. With all your heart and life. If you have to fast without food for days and get it, that is a better thing to fast for. Not to fast when you think some enemy is messing about. You don't need to fast for enemies. But you must know it. That it is a gift promised to you. You must know it. That you can get it only by praying. Because we looked at that on Sunday. And if you truly are serious with God, He will give you. If you are not serious with God, we will be looking at you. They all spoke in tongues and prophesied. What about Acts chapter 5, 15, the story of 15? When Peter went to the council in Jerusalem, because uh, Paul went to Peter uh, to council in Jerusalem, because the people of Jerusalem they are still Jews who don't believe that Gentiles should have part, should partake in this. Regardless that Jesus said that be my witness first in Jerusalem and in Samaria, they don't want Samaria to come. They don't believe Samaria will come to the ends of the earth. So they see how classism that we Gentiles are the elect. And I mean, we Jews are the elect. The Gentiles are of the devil. But unfortunately for them, Holy Ghost has visited the Gentiles. And so when Paul went to them, Paul in his expressing to them, and in trying to convince them that the Holy Ghost really has come to the Gentiles. That's why Paul said in that verse 8, it says, God, who knows the heart, showed that he accepted them by giving the Holy Spirit to them just as he did to us. Speaking in tongues and prophesying. Are we together now? He made no distinction between us and them. For he purified their hearts by faith. And the last one is Acts chapter 8, <clears throat> verse 15 to 17. Acts chapter 8, verse 15 to 17. After Philip went to Samaria and caused trouble there. Revival trouble. And everybody in the whole city were shaking. That's why we are here. We are fed up of Christianity that does not shake your, your neighborhood. Talk less your borough. 
we want to shake this city, not by banner, but by power. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. And we will. <laughs> I don't like that kind of a man. I will finish with you today. You will run like fire. Because God spoke to me about you tonight. I didn't know this, how God would take it. Now, look at these people. After Philip preached, and Simon the sorcerer, who was the medium, like we have many mediums in London, they are the one news people call to come and ask to look for the future of the country. That will stop. Through you, God will put an end to it. I will get them now. They will not go to medium anymore. I was telling, you know, when I look at Nigeria and all this uh, oppression they have in Nigeria, they said, Fulani husband, they said, Bukwara. You know what comes to my heart? Where is Elijah? If people are confused about these people, why can't we, who are Christians, just walk and go and look for them, go and meet them in that place they are killing people? That's what will put an end to the insanity. When we go, in, just we go with us. But the fact is that fear, and fear comes from lack of knowledge of who God truly is. Don't miss Saturday, I beg you. If you miss Saturday, you will not be happy the story you hear. Here, here on Saturday when we pray. I'm ministering. You won't, you won't like the story you will hear. Because God will pass through this place again, in a way they have never seen before. Are we together now? Where are the foxes of Samson? Where is the God of Jehoshaphat? Where is the God of Elijah? If it is God of Elijah, God of Jehoshaphat we are serving, why can't we go and look for the book one and meet them in the midnight? And bring them out of that bush, speaking in tongues. Does God not want to do that? He wants to do that. But somebody has to go. We will go. Okay? We will go. This man, a deacon, went and confronted the sorcerer, who is a national honored sorcerer. After they got born again, they called Peter to come and lay hands. And the Bible tells us that when Peter lay hands on them, verse 15, when they arrived, they prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit had not yet been up, come upon any of them, they had simply been baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus like they had just been born again, but they haven't received the Holy Spirit. So Pete, uh, uh, Timothy, uh, um, Philip called for them to come and lay hands, the apostles. That is a grace. It's not just anybody laying hands on anybody. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. So if this scripture tells you there are a few things you learn, we all learn from here. One of it is that it's essential for every Christian to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Essential for them. Compulsory for you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. If you are born again, then it is your right. The promise is for you. Don't follow people who tell you that, well, some people, some people. This scripture tells you that you are part of it. Each time people are baptized with the Holy Ghost, everybody in the church were baptized. Everybody in the church spoke in tongues. But beyond that, Everybody prophesied. I will talk about that tomorrow. Okay? Let me help you know this. These people that spoke in tongues were sinners like you and I. Look at everything that you are and you were, they are. They were. The only thing that makes a difference is that they were waiting with expectation. I mean, when expectation rises to the, to, to, to the sky, it draws down manifestation. He draws that manifestation. And it has nothing to do with age. Children get filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized and speak in tongues. There are some kids in this church who are speaking in tongues. Filled with the Holy Spirit. The same condition for young and old. That is part, one part of wise tongues. Now, let me not talk about the second part of wise tongue in the sense of what is the use of tongue. After you have spoken in tongues, after baptism of the Holy Spirit, alright, that is just affirmation, does not mean you will keep on speaking in tongues. Because to keep on speaking in tongues, then it is gifts. 
The baptism the of the Holy Spirit is one which confirms, is confirmed by speaking in tongues. If you did not speak in tongues, you have not been baptized, period. Alright? You can be baptized if you don't despise the gift. Like some do. I was a Baptist pastor and I know what I'm talking about. Are you with me now? To receive something from God that God has given, you cannot despise it. You despise the gift, you despise the God who gave it. It's not because you are a general overseer you should speak in tongues. No, it's for any baby who just got born again if you can expect it and pray for it. Okay? But I won't be speaking, I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Let me help you know this. If you will have to speak in tongues regularly, the Bible talks about gift of tongues, First Corinthians chapter 12. Chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians says in verse 4, There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of services, but the same Lord. Verse 6, There are different kinds of walking, but the same God works all in all of, uh, all of them. Uh, the same God works all of them in all men. I love that scripture, because scripture is always very the same. It says all men, not some men. I will together now. But if you look at it, it talks about gifts. Different kinds of gifts. It says the spirit that gives the gifts. There are different kinds of services. Alright? But it is the Lord that calls you into service. So, when Jesus calls you into a service, Holy Ghost have to give you a gift to be able to operate in that service. Do we get it now? There are different kinds of working, but God works through you. Miracles and all those stuff. God now will come <clears throat> to you in service and work out the Holy Spirit, the gifts that is given to you. <clears throat> this is the combination of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> now verse 14, verse 7. To each one manifestation, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. So, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is now the gift we want to talk about. But you understand this. <clears throat> These gifts that he wants to talk about, which is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, has only one purpose, to, to do good. You can't use it to curse people. You can't use it to afflict people. You can't use it to destroy people. God gave it for the common good of all men. I will get it now. Okay. Now, the fourth gift is said, to one there is given through the Spirit, the word of knowledge or message of knowledge, of wisdom. To another one, message of knowledge. You have wisdom, you have knowledge. But it's not talking about the, the wisdom of this world or the knowledge of this world. But it's talking about the spiritual knowledge and spiritual wisdom. But anybody who has those can apply to, to intellectual. You, it will make intellectual like a, like a child play. You know they are talking about uh, prorogation now of the parliament. Uh-huh. Anybody who God gave the knowledge in law can tell you where the spindle is going. Whether it is legitimate or illegitimate. What is the procedure by which they will challenge the government? Anybody who has the knowledge in law will tell you. The basis of which they will challenge the government. And what, what, are, the, what are the legal grounds for such basis? I've been discussing that. I think I was talking with a pastor from yesterday. You will hear now that what we are saying yesterday was on television today. The knowledge, you see, people read intellectual knowledge. It's garbage in. Okay? Not every knowledge that people read, people can apply in every time. Many people are limited in their application of their human knowledge. That's what distinct one doctor from the other. That they call one expert. Everybody will go to hospital, they want to see just one doctor. There are many doctors there, there are, all of them are crying one name. It's because that name had distinct himself in the wisdom of heaven that God gave. Same thing with law. Ah, don't go to that lawyer. Everybody case that goes to him is rubbish. It will spoil your case. Others who are so smart, it is by the wisdom, the gift of wisdom and knowledge of God. Plus, in the word of knowledge, you can know people's lives without they telling you. With wisdom, you can solve matters of dispute between husband and wife or between nations that they have decided never to meet. When you step in, there will be a solution by wisdom of God. And people will be wondering, ah, how did you do it? No, it is wisdom that did it. 
Word of knowledge, we, we talk about people, some people have this situation and stuff and they are healed. That's word of knowledge. However, today I'm not talking about spiritual gifts. Let's go for that. He says, therefore, verse 8, to one, there is through the Spirit, message of wisdom, another, knowledge by the same Spirit. Verse 9, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gift of healing by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing of between spirit, to another speaking in different kind of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. Now, all these are the work of the same, of the one and the same spirit, and he gives them to each one just as he determines. Now, we want to talk about the gift of tongue among all these gifts. And then, I think I will be able to have finished white tongue. You know what the scripture says? Number one, you must not forget, every gift given in this scripture is to profit all. You can't prophesy against a man. You can't prophesy to a man to help him. Alright? Prophetic declaration is different from prophetic utterance. And this gift is talking about prophetic utterance. Tomorrow we'll deal with that a lot. What declaration has its roots in the heart of man, like word of faith had the roots in the heart of man, However, any declaration or word that is spoken by man that is not in line with the written word is not from God and it gathers no power of God. You cannot use the prophetic declaration to curse an enemy. God will not curse that man. Because it is for the common good, not common harm. Are you with me now? Now, let's look at tongue. What tongue does? Of all the nine gifts that you have here, speaking in tongues is the only gift that is addressed to the one who received it. You are a prophet, you prophesy about other people. You may not say nothing about yourself. You have the gift of healing. People stand beside you because they touch you, they are healed. And you may carry sickness in your body. I would be now. And for a long time, you are carrying that sickness in your body. I was, that was a, a year. I had flu for five days, and I was teaching you then the seven days at the end of the year, doing meeting among you. Each time I came, I would pray, and God will heal so many people. It is my wife who knew that I had a terrible flu because my physical body was so hot that she cannot sleep and touch my body. On bed, she would have to sleep away from me, put a pillow because I was boiling. With headache and everything. And when I come to the pulpit, it's all gone. I minister, people get here. It was on the fourth day. I just said, I command every flu out in the name of Jesus. And something went like, like, like they removed the garment from my body. <sighs> out of my body like that. And everything. Within twinkle of an eye, I was sweating. It was, it was like poor, what I was part of me. That was how my joint pain and, and headache went. Because the gift is to profit others. Okay? Wisdom, you profit others. But gift of tongue is directly for you alone. It is given to you alone. It is not given to you for others. Unless if you interpret, others can be benefited. Therefore, what is tongue itself? Very quickly. Another five minutes we should be over. Look at chapter 14. Chapter 14. What is tongue itself? How does it benefit you? First Corinthians chapter 14. Let me read from verse 1. For the, follow the way of love and eagerly desire spiritual gifts, especially the gift towards of prophecy. Come on, let's speak now. Remember I said to you that the key is that you must desire. Eagerly desire. And you get it. Okay? So, he said, follow the way of love. And you guys, they are the gift. as well the gift of prophecy. Now, look at verse 2. Shall we read it together? For anyone who speaks in tongue. Okay. 
You know, I'm going to a chamber that I need to teach you long, teach you long. What I will do with you today is that I'll finish on tongue, and tomorrow I will do my two lectures. Because tomorrow is is Friday. Say thank God it's Friday. So I will do two lectures tomorrow. We agree? Because tomorrow, this morning, tomorrow morning you are going to work, and I'm also, I start my work early tomorrow till overcomers. I'll be working. So I will let you go. When the lecturer says that we cut down, we cut short the lecture, all the students are happy, isn't it? So, but the rest of my lecture, listen attentively. <laughs> I have so much in me that I want you to have. Because, you know, God is very easy, and yet mortal men don't understand it. And many of us pay a lot of price for nothing that we should just believe God for. Okay, this will just say for anyone who speaks in tongues does not speak to men, but speak to God. Do you not want to speak to God? So every Christian should speak to God in this manner. Does it mean that when you are praying, you are not speaking to God? No, when you are praying, you are speaking to God. But I who beside you, I'm hearing what you are saying. Not so. So when you want to talk secrets, you keep quiet. You'll be screaming. Oh, Lord. Why? You don't want the next person to war. It's not because they will, buy, they will hinder your prayer, but it's a secret thing. If I stole yesterday now, I will, be, I will say, Oh, God, I stole yesterday. He says, please, forgive me. The next one says, Eh? Apostle? Apostle stole his says, please. Did you hear? Their whole prayer will stop. <laughs> then they will be, hey, Father, forgive him. <laughs> so when you want to pray deep secret of, you know, between your heart, you don't speak it loud, isn't it? You speak. But let me help you know this. When you pray in tongues, you are directing, you are talking to God direct. Same thing when you speak out. Satan can hear. Demons can hear. They can plan. Thank God that God always prevails because you have started your prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. That's why they cannot overcome it. Because in the front of a prayer is the anchor, the name of Jesus. And wherever it's going, no, nothing, everything bow. Until your prayer reads the throne of grace. And when it's coming back in the name of Jesus, it's coming back to you. But there is another gift God has given you that you can, demons can surround you and you start praying in tongues. They wonder what's going on. They are confused. Angels don't understand what you are saying, but they know it's of the Holy Spirit. They are happy, waiting for instruction from heaven. When you start to pray in tongues, only you and God are talking. You and God are talking. You and God are talking. Now, let me help you know something. Your spirit knows many things you do not know. Your destiny is sealed up in your spirit. What will happen to you tomorrow is in your spirit. What God has blessed you tonight is in your spirit. You can't decode it. You have to just walk into them. But when you pray with your spirit, your spirit can understand what God has said. And as you are praying in tongues, praying in tongues, praying in tongues, praying in tongues to God, you can just begin to speak in English. And that is where you know what you are saying. It eases your problem. It confuses Satan. Anybody who can pray in tongues, Satan is afraid of them. Demons are afraid of them. Seriously afraid of them. You can pray... If you are going to have temptation by the devil, Satan is going to tempt you tomorrow, and you wake up tonight, you pray in tongues, let me say, you, you will have demolished all those stuff. You will have prayed strength into your spirit, you walk in the second day, the temptation will come, it doesn't, it doesn't affect you at all. You have prayed beyond that. So, he says, when you pray in tongues, you speak to God, and you utter mysteries. Mystery is something hidden that mortal men or spirit cannot understand except the Spirit of God. Let me say this to you there. I will say, when you pray in tongues, the spirit of man anchors direct to the Spirit of God, and nothing can debar, nothing can hinder, nothing can stop the flow. You can't pray in tongues and be sleeping. Impossible. If you are sleeping and you start praying in tongues... Sleep will vanish instantly. No matter how tired you are. One day when I was a Baptist pastor, Holy Ghost woke me up and said, Pray for Brian, pray for Brian, pray for Brian. And Brian was a keyboardist, a leader of the music. And I said, What should I pray for Brian? And Holy Ghost didn't say more than that. And so I now said, When I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. Or a tongue unknown, my spirit prays. And when I pray in a language, 
my mind prays. What should I do? I will pray with my tongue and pray in my spirit. And I began to say, Father, I want to pray for tongues, uh, 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 um, uh, bride. And I began to pray in tongue, pray in tongue, pray in tongue, pray in tongue. I began to pray in tongue, pray in tongue. 30 minutes went, one hour went, one and a half hours went, two hours. And then I began to prophesy, you spirit of death, lose all of him in the name of Jesus Christ. Throughout the period I was praying, he was on his bed struggling to die. Something grabbed his neck. His wife was there. The thing grabbed his neck. He was trying to speak to his wife. His wife was praying. He started praying first of all until that thing, you know, smashed him to the floor. Physically. And they were praying. You know, he's Baptist. They don't pray in tongues. They don't speak in tongues. But they love God. Okay? And so God woke me up to intercede on his behalf. And then they said that suddenly, he just got a release. <sighs> when I said, lose old, it was exact time, 3 a.m. The following day, they came to church and said, ah, there's a testimony. They said, come and give testimony. And he began to say it. I told my senior pastor then what I went through in the night in a battle on his behalf. I would get it now. So, tongue is very important. You speak unto God. So, if you're speaking to God in tongues, God is speaking to your spirit too. Back. And many things God had done into your spirit, back as you are praying. Because it's two-way pipe. Okay? Which way you move in the day, you begin to see things ease up for you. Things ease up for you. Because you are prayed into them. Not knowing. It's a good practice for Christians to pray in tongues, probably if you can, for one hour a day. It's a good practice. Okay, so that verse says that. We're talking about white tongue. Look at verse 4 too. It says, he who speaks in tongues, what, does what? Shall we read verse 4 together? You know, the word edifies means build up. Are we together? So he who speaks in tongues builds up himself. Spiritual building up. But he who prophesies builds up the church. Okay? Now, don't you want to build up yourself? Yes, Which means that if you can speak in tongues, pray in tongues, your spirit man will grow mighty. You know, authority in the lips of man is determined by the strength of your spirit. Alright? When you command demon to live and demon is saying that, what are you talking because your spirit dose is low. They can't hurt you, but they know that you are a baby too. Then they can go, yeah! And if you are not careful, yeah. Father, Father, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> like intercessors who were praying for me when I was in crusade. They brought the boy, the boy was saying, Joel is a boy, is a mad boy. And then they sat, surrounded him, they were praying in tongues, they were praying in tongues for mad boy. And then the boy said, stop, 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 everybody stop. <laughs> and he said, you want to cast me out? You want to cast me out? You know, they were also trainees at the time. But in the church where I, where I went to, do, they were the stars of intercessors. Hello? Uh, yeah, yeah, at the level they were. But when the higher level came, they recognized. They said, if you cast me out and I enter into you. They said, no, in the name of Jesus. No, in the name of Jesus. And the boys started, Joel is a bull, is a bull, is a bull, is a bull. Demons were speaking in tongues. They were speaking in tongues. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the boys' voice overrode, override all of them. All of them said, Joel is a boy, is a boy, is a boy. The boy Joel is a boy till I came. The, one of their leaders just said, stop, because the boy prayed them until they were exhausted. You know, somebody with demon, he cannot be tired. <laughs> he prayed them for hours, they were exhausted. You know, because they were praying without knowledge. So they came and called me and said, ah, uh, uh, pastor, pastor, this man is in the church. Oh, is a, you, they said all the manners. Of that. I go, okay, no problem, I'm coming. When I came, the boy was there. Joel is a boy, is a boy, is a boy. I just walked past him. And I went to him. I said, go and call the parents. They expected that the moment I come, I would charge at the boy. No, 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 no. no. You don't see generals be misbehave when a, 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 a junior ranker is misbehaving. No, no, they know what to do. I knew some of them. When I was in, in Lagos, they would just take their rod, pass, when they pass the, the recruit, and the recruit thought he has escaped, they would just give him the bam, isn't it, Pastor? Bam, bam. And the recruit, you know that a general is passing. Good. 
I went up. As I bring the boy, when they brought the boy into my room, he said, Joe, Zabu, 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 Zabu. <laughs> they gave him seat. He kept on. I was talking to the mother and the father. He was disturbing. I said, shut up. <laughs> I said, hmm. Now you talk. What is the difference between me? His spiritual strength. And them. His spiritual strength. Okay? And that's what I want you to attain during this week. It's just a mind of, a, change, a change of mindset. You are spirit man all the time. Don't you ever look at yourself as a flesh and blood only. Everywhere you go, you are spirit, you are flesh and blood. So that if any insanity came, you will speak out of faith. And it shall be so. But you must expect all the time. He says, he who speaks in tongues, build up himself. So therefore, build up yourself by speaking in tongues. Look at what Paul said in verse 5. I would like everyone of you to what? speak in tongues. But I would rather have you what? prophesy. We'll deal with prophecy tomorrow. He said, he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks in tongues. Unless he interprets to the church. It's so that the church can be edified. Hello? Some people read this and said that, no, 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 you don't have to be speaking in tongues. You don't, uh, mind. When the Bible says that if you speak in tongues, you build up yourself. And he used the word greater. It means that he who speaking in tongues is great. Are, we to, are you in cognizance? He said, he who prophesies is greater. At least you cannot have greater if there is no great. As far as I'm concerned, anything the Bible has for me, I want to manifest it before I drop dead. I will not be, they won't put me in coffin. And in the coffin I'll say, oh Lord, please let me go back. If it is just the gift of healing that I can operate it. No! I want to operate everything God said do. I will do before I drop dead. And that should be your decision as well. That is what gives it. That's what gives it. It's not anything special. Listen. Finally, you see verse 13 and 14 and 15 I will stop. He says in verse 13, For this reason anyone who speaks in tongues should pray that he may interpret what he says. He didn't say don't speak in tongues. He said pray that you may interpret what you say. So you understand that the, the gift of interpretation of tongues come by prayer. Asking. The gift of healing come by asking. The gift of, uh, uh, of uh, prophecy comes by asking. Ask God for anything, you get it. But you must ask with eager desire. That is the table laid. However, it now says in verse 14, For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. But my mind is unfruitful. So what shall I do? Shall we do together? Stop it. So, Paul said, because if I pray in a tongue, my spirit is the only one praying. Angels don't understand what I'm saying. Demons don't understand what I'm saying. But I am anchored to the spirit of the Most High. And I and my maker are communicating what he's saying to me, no man hears. What I'm saying to him, no man hears. I would gather now. So he says, so what shall I do? I will pray with my spirit. I will pray in tongues. And I will pray in understanding in my language. It will give you prayer points in this church. Let me tell you, you don't have to pray it in English. If your language is not English, pray in that language. I don't, it, don't, it doesn't matter who is beside you. It's your business. Pray your language. That Sometimes I pray my mother tongue because there are some words in my language. English does not have vocabulary to qualify it. Are we together now? There are some English is so limited. It is a language that came from another language. My language is original. That's why I'm proud to be a Yoruba English. I'm a Yoruba British. Yes. You don't have to speak Queen's English praying. If you can speak it, will I love it. Continue, I want to. Also, in it. No, Queen doesn't say in it. My queen, she's a real queen. I love her so much. I was telling my wife, when the queen signed the 
the something yesterday. I told my wife, look at, that is the woman I want to look like. At 90 something, she was this. <laughs> I said, mama, <laughs> come on now. That's how I want you to be. Even when you are 100, you keep on. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> that means, uh, Queen is a standard for any woman in this country. I'll tell you. And she doesn't speak when she ought not to speak. When people are making her, she keeps quiet. I love her so much. She's full with wisdom of God. And when she speaks, that settles the matter. However, you must go out today recognizing that God wants you to speak in tongues, pray in tongues, and pray in understanding. When I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. So, beginning of this meeting, for almost 40 minutes, about 40 minutes, we were praying in tongues. Our spirit was praying. Our spirit has spoken many things. Many things. Many things. And the Holy Spirit has spoken back to that spirit that spoke to him. Deposits. Things that you will go back and it will begin to happen. During the time we are praying, those of you who are not able to pray in tongues, if you heard what I was saying there, the Spirit of God, through our Spirit, have prayed for you. Any problem you came with today have been dealt with. Look, one of the things that I was saying when the Holy Spirit was speaking through me, and the Holy Spirit carried me to see, this language is interesting, it's prophetic when I was hearing it. He says, I call the past so I come before the Most High. And the Holy Spirit was telling me that your past has been called today before the, the King of heaven. Look, the path that treats you unjustly have answered before the maker of heaven and not today. Okay? The path that worked against you had been brought before the creator of heaven and earth. And he says, he said it four times. I called the path and I saw the path being brought before. You think these things don't have, they don't have uh, ears? They are spirit. They have ears. Day unto day utterance speech. Night unto night you had knowledge. Not every day did what God said they should do. Some days have compromised with the devil to hinder God's people. They'll be brought to account. And when God said, I called the past to account before the maker of heaven and I thought, what is God saying now? He said it again, and I saw it coming. And he said that what the past ought to do, and he failed to do, God is bringing them to be manifest in this hour. And he said something to do. I called the future to come forth. In other words, your journey for the future will be made easy. The long journey has been shortened by the power of the Spirit. It is speaking in tongue, praying in tongue, that brought that out, which is prophetic. Listen to me. You know the secret of the kingdom. Satan failed completely over your life. So therefore, what God want to do in impartation, he had done already in this minute. Let's stand up together and just give God praise. Just begin to thank God for tonight. Oh Lord, we bless your name. Praise the name of the Lord tonight. Just give God praise tonight. I want to praise God with your heart. Lord our God, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Give God the honor and glory. Your dip, the difficult thing in your life have been solved. Thank you for it. Who will hinder you? Who will delay you? They have been dealt with by the Spirit of the Most High. He ended up by saying, Thy kingdom come on earth. Let your kingdom come in this house. That will be done in every life as it is written in heaven. Every agenda of your life, contrary to God, have been smashed to pieces when you are praying. Give him praise, he who lives forever and ever. My God and my King, Brandobo Saka Brandabashka, Rabolote Keronde Sipalubai. Negra legando scapare rondae, zipreke poria le marudakae, clanda le mosse palado, yek le cupa monde l'iscapoldae. Give him praise in tongues, give him worship in tongues. Zaltas con 
Naronde Basco Bilamande High. Give him praise in tongues who lives forever and ever. It is over. Your past are given account before the Most High. Your future have been brought near before the Most High. For the days that are coming is evil. The Lord has given you power and strength to fly like the eagle. That you scale over them, Masorabonda Sakataya. When others are shouting obstacle, you are flying on the sky, says the Spirit of the Most High. Give God the praise forever and ever. Give Him praise. 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 You have received a new language today. A new language of heaven. The language to communicate prayer. The language to communicate with the Spirit of the Most High. Bless the name of the Lord Jesus. Give Him praise. He delays forever and ever. Jehovah. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Remember, I showed you from the scripture that when you pray in tongues, it's your spirit directly talking to God and God directly talking to your spirit because it's conversation. All right, now you want to pray a prayer? What about what God has put in your spirit? What does the Bible say about it? First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 says, However it is written, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. But God has revealed it to us by His Holy Spirit. The Spirit searches all things of God, even the deep things of God. For no, for who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the Spirit? In the man's spirit within him. In the same way, no one knows the thought of God except God's Spirit, the Spirit of God. Now understand this. The Bible says, what eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, mind has not conceived. God prepared for those who love Him. He has revealed it by His Spirit. So, when you speak, speak to the Spirit of God, He speaks to your Spirit. God speaks to man's Spirit through the Holy Spirit. Now, understand. Now, so when you are praying in tongues, God has spoken into your spirit. I have said some of the things that God spoke into my spirit, which became a vision. Tomorrow we'll talk about that. How you speak and you see what you are speaking, or how you see and you are speaking what you see. I will get it now. These things are very easy. Tomorrow, practical in this place. But today, what has happened to you? You spoke to heaven, and God spoke by his spirit to your spirit. Now, and the Bible says here, for who among men knows the thoughts of man except the spirit? So, your spirit man must communicate to your thought now. That is how I can tell you what God was saying. It is only your, your thought that can access that spirit in you. That's what he's saying. Who knows the thought of a man except his spirit? Who knows the thought of his spirit except the, 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 what is in the spirit except the thought of a man? And no one knows the thoughts of God except the Holy Spirit. And God communicates His thought through the Holy Spirit. So, you have received download from heaven by praying in tongues. Now you want to pray. I command you my thought to receive and understand. Go into my spirit and bring forth that which God has put in there. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Bring good Lord to my thinking. Everything you have spoken to my spirit tonight, let my thought receive them. So that it can be useful to me. Tell God. Everything you have deposited in my spirit. I command my human thoughts. To access my spirit. And understand what God is saying. Receive it. In my thinking. Receive it in my thoughts. Not evil thoughts of the devil. Let my thought be filled with the spirit of God. Start in me. Jesus says, a good man out of the store in his heart brings forth. Command, I command my soul, my, my mind, to bring forth what God is saying to me. My mind, bring forth.
Oh, be fruitful in what God has deposited in my spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So that I can prosper by what God has deposited in my spirit. Oh, read those Thank you, King of Heaven, it's done. Now begin to thank God it is done. Some of you will receive it on your dream. Some of you will receive it as you are walking on the street. It will be fruitful into your mind. Instead of the devil messing up our mind now in our thoughts, now our spirit will take over. By the mind of Christ, you will access what God is saw in your spirit. Lord, I bless your holy name. My tomorrow shall be greater than my today. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. I cannot hear your amen. I want